Hey everybody, I'd like to welcome you all to the inaugural podcast, a uh, podcast put on by the Lighthouse, our data analytics practice. My name is Kevin Valensky. I'm a manager within that practice, specializing in data science and more specifically visualization. And I have my co-host, uh, Sabri Rafion. Hey, Kevin. Great to be here and great to be on the inaugural podcast as well. We have a great speaker with you today, a long-tenured employee of, of KPMG and uh, a leader within the practice, Joe Updegrove. He's a managing director within the Lighthouse. I'd like to welcome you to the show. Appreciate you. Thank you, Kevin and Sabri. I am um, very much looking forward to our inaugural podcast here, and hopefully this is the beginning of many more to come. Agreed. So, I mean, we're going to keep it general on this first one, and I, I guess the best place to start is what exactly is KPMG's Lighthouse? What, what do you do? What are, we, uh, what are we about? Yeah, thanks, Kevin. And, and we get asked that question a lot. Um, because it's um, maybe, you know, when you think of a, a lighthouse, you think of a, a beacon of, you know, kind of off in the distance that's guiding ships at sea. And, and in many ways, I think that's what we, we actually do do on the technology and data front. The lighthouse practice at KPMG, I often um, describe as our technology and data center of excellence within KPMG. It consists of many different communities across data analytics and AI, um, machine learning, we have many different data science capabilities. We have a, a data engineering practice. We have a quality assurance practice, a digital solutions and architecture practice. Uh, we have a data and integration platforms practice for which I'm one of the, the leads as part of that practice. But, but really what that means is that we're covering off and, and providing services and capabilities really across all areas of the data ecosystem. So everything from data sourcing, through the integration of data on various different data platforms, whether that's on-premise or in the cloud, the consumption of that data, so how the data <clears throat> is actually used by key stakeholders once you've actually um, integrated the data, standardized the data, cleansed the data, how is it then used for analytics purposes? How is it used for reporting and dashboarding? You heard me talk about data science and AI and machine learning earlier. How can that data be used in order to support those types of capabilities? And then a lot of the other foundational components underneath that, so DevOps, the engineering components, the overall solution architecture that's going to support that, that data ecosystem and the data supply chain, things like data governance, master data management, data quality, um, data lineage and data cataloging, how all those different capabilities can be orchestrated throughout the broader solution architecture to support ultimately what is most important, which is the business value, right? So achieving and unlocking the business insights, analytics, timelier and faster decisions, uh, helping get ROI on all those capabilities that I just spoke about. So being able to link and enable uh, or use our technology solutions to enable uh, various different business capabilities is really what we're all about. That's a lot of ground to cover. Well, first off, that's, that's super interesting and super helpful. Um, we could take that in a bunch of different ways. What comes to mind is like, not only are those a, a broad breadth of capabilities that that the Lighthouse is covering for their clients, but also marry that to the fact that the tech landscape is constantly evolving. There's new technology solutions constantly out there that I would imagine uh, your team is, is responsible for, for implementing or speaking cogently about. So like maybe we can make it a little bit more tangible. Can you provide an example of like, a newer or a cutting edge project that we've been working on to make some of those capabilities a little bit more real for folks to, to get an idea of, of what we, we tactically do on a day-to-day -day basis? 
Yeah, sure, Kevin. And 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 that's another question that when we go and do a lot of recruiting, I kind of give that spiel that I just gave and, and people say, okay, but what do you really do, right? What, what's a day in the life of, I'll preface that by saying it's really cool, right? Like in all the things that I said, we work with the most innovative technologies to solve some of the largest organizations in the world, their toughest business problems, full stop, right? Like that's awesome. That's exciting. It, it, and it, it's, it's work that we can all, I think, be really proud of. Now, what that means specifically, and I'll highlight maybe just a, a project that, that I've recently worked on um, that, that's kind of specific to the group that I'm in, which is our data and integration platforms team. But um, so the, the, I also lead two of, our, um, two of our alliances, one with Informatica, another with Snowflake. But the project was essentially to install and configure various different components of the Informatica suite of products. So we installed the data governance um, product, which is Axon Enterprise Data Catalog, the various different ETL and ETL ELT pipelines within intelligent cloud services, data quality, master data management. We built all those capabilities on top of Azure, which was the client's preferred cloud service provider. So we built all these capabilities on top. Uh, it was an oil and gas client. So we took all the data, I think it was 12 or 13 various different data sources. We brought the data through the, the pipelines, through the Azure pipelines. Ultimately, we delivered the data and integrated the data within Snowflake for the consumption of that data into various different reports, dashboards, analytics. This was actually from a business perspective. It was to help to drive decision around wells, oil, oil wells, and the land associated with those wells. It was used for M&A activities so they could decide and make better decisions on, on potential targets or divestitures. And so it had very real kind of business inputs or, or outcomes, but was all based off of the technologies um, that we were using in order to enable that. We've done a lot of work around data integration in the cloud. We've done a lot of work around um, data analytics in the cloud. We're working on a project right now where we're helping to create a, a modern data architecture to support various different uh, analytics needs for our clients. So it, it really runs the gamut, but but at, at the end of the day, I'll kind of go back to that point that I made at the beginning. It's, it's really aligning ourselves and understanding the technology landscape, uh, having people and team members with a lot of depth in those technical capabilities, and, and then bringing those technologies to our clients to, to really help solve some of their, um, their, their hardest or their most complex business challenges. Awesome, that's fascinating. And I, I mean, you've touched on a couple of key points and it's actually somewhere I wanted to pivot next. And we've talked a little bit about the technology, a little about what Lighthouse does and what they're about, a little bit about the business value, right? It's not simply technology, it's not simply data, it's not simply business value. It's the, it's the kind of marriage of those things. And then, you know, fourth pillar there is is people, right? So none of this is possible without our people. I'm just curious, you know, in, in your opinion, what is the culture like at KPMG? You've been here for almost 20 years. I've been here for almost 10, but I, I'd love to to hear your angle on that. Yeah, I mean, you hopefully by now to the listeners, you can sense my passion for data technology and the work that we do, but I'm even more passionate about our people. It's in, in consulting that that is right how the consulting business makes money by having really smart people that have a breadth of experience across various different industries and functions and that can bring that technical depth. That that's what we bring to bear um, to our clients and and we're we're really proud of that and we provide a ton of training to our folks. We provide a ton of um, different opportunities for people to build out their skills in whatever sort of 
technology or industry or function uh, that they're working in. So we're, we're, we're super passionate about our people. And we, we certainly, I would say, lay down the foundation for them to continue to build their skills and capabilities. But, but even more than that, you know, we're, we're super dedicated to diversity, inclusion, celebrating the unique vantage points that, that each one of us brings to the table. I think this manifests itself in, in a variety of different ways across the organization. You know, we have many different um, communities and teams and both internal and external communities that are set up to support all sorts of different uh, diversity initiatives and, and helping to build out our culture. And, and maybe even just more tactical than that, right, Kevin, like, that you know better than anyone, we've we've done a ton of virtual events during COVID and, you know, does it, is it the same as doing in-person events? Maybe not, but we've continued to hold virtual happy hours. We've continued to hold virtual events, virtual, you know, um, escape room sessions, game shows. We, we've done magic shows. We've started to do, you know, after two years here, we've started to do more in-person sort of events. So we're kind of getting back out there and, and there's nothing better than than being able to be next to and, and close to our people and kind of talk about what we're doing both professionally and personally. So so obviously just excited to kind of help to build that culture and that community. And 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 in addition to everything that I've said, you know, just kind of a commitment to health and safety. It's it's obviously been a very challenging year for many of us. I, I live in New York City and you know at the beginning of COVID in 2020, it was there were certainly some some dark, dark days, I think, for all of us. But um, we've continued to have that commitment to our people, to the health and safety of our people, to make sure that they're comfortable if and when we start coming back to the office, that we're making the right decisions for our clients, uh, and continue just to navigate a, a lot of decisions that we're making on a go-forward basis with a lot of input from our people. So overall, you know, as I said, you've probably heard my passion for technology and data, but uh, and it's not just me, but I think it's all of our people. We just really have a passion for for looking left and looking right and helping each other out. Kevin, I like how you mentioned that you both, you and Joe, had a wide breadth of experience. And uh, as an associate, I only have about seven months of experience. But one thing I've noticed is that it's very easy for me, especially in the KPMG culture, to be able to message a director, a senior associate, someone at any level, and get an instant response or a meeting and or really organize anything that I've really wanted to, which I know is the, not the case in a lot of different organizations as well. Can you talk more about, Joe, how um, open KPMG is for associates and following their individual passions? Like even this podcast is something that we started recently, which was an individual passion of mine. Yeah, Sabri, that, that, that's a great question. And one, I, I want to say thank you so much for bringing this idea to the table. Uh, although in fairness, and, and I've been open to it since day one, Sabri, as you know, we, we have had to reschedule this. <laughs> Some other client commitments, but, you know, that those things happen sometimes. But you know, I, I think it's um, it's the, the the delivering high quality work to our clients and and kind of providing our people a great place to work and build a career, I'd say are some of the most important factors um, with within KPMG. All that being said, we certainly want to provide people with <clears throat> kind of pathways for them to pursue their passions as well, whether that's in the sort of technology services that they deliver, whether that's in and being able to explore podcasts like this, whether it's helping to build community in, in other ways. So we're we're so open to those things. And frankly, when, when you start to bring it all together, like I, I love the fact that our culture here at KPMG actually does drive all those things and allow for people to kind of explore their passions. Because what better way to to just build kind of that that internal community 
by having a group of people that are excited about the work that they do. They want to come to work. They like working with other people. Um, to me, that just then permeates into everything else that we do. So um, I, I love the passion, especially that some of our young people bring in. You know, for, for folks like me that have been in the firm for almost 20 years, it's it's um, it's, it's maybe you know hard to teach an old dog new tricks, they say. And, and you know, I certainly hadn't thought about kicking off this podcast series, but I love the idea of folks that that Sabri folks like you are coming up with these ideas. And and I think, you know, myself and many others are certainly open to exploring those things and, and letting people pursue their passion. You know, that's awesome. And one of the biggest questions I really had before joining consulting was, you know, I didn't know if it was really right for me because data is such a vast and wide field. You could really go into any kind of industry out there. So what would you say to like a young, like maybe a high school student, college student that's trying to figure out if like consulting and data is right for them? Like what kind of skills do you think are needed for this kind of position? Yeah, I mean, listen, so I, I before KPMG, I actually started in industry um, and, and it was a great job. I was working at financial services, asset management company, but it, it kind of felt like I was doing the same thing day in and day out, going to the same place, kind of working with the same people which was great, but in consulting, it's like the opposite of that, right? It's fast paced, new clients, new projects. Before COVID, you know, if you wanted the opportunity to travel a lot, you had that opportunity. We're obviously trying to figure out what the new paradigm looks like, but I think there will be opportunities in the future for people to travel or perhaps not to travel, but it's, it's really, it's super innovative, right? Like working with the latest technologies. So super dynamic, super fast paced. You're going to be challenged pretty much from day one. You know, I still remember early in my career, there were some situations where I'm a, a young 20, 20 year old, you know, 20, mid 20s, and I'm presenting to C-level folks, um, you know, and I'm and sometimes I'm just thinking like, oh, my goodness, this is, this is really intense, but it's exciting. Right. And, and we don't put people in those positions until they feel comfortable to do it. But you're you're really going to um, explore, I would say, the boundaries of your comfort zone in consulting. Uh, but it's exciting and, and, and it's a great place to build a, a career. It's a great place to work, super dynamic, but you do need to be a little bit flexible, right? Work-life balance. I think that's, <clears throat> that's often something that people hear is challenging within the consulting world, and it certainly is. But it's also, I think, up to the individual to kind of set their boundaries and figure out what works for them. And there's flexibility, I think, on, on both sides, right, where, yep, sometimes there's there's times where you might have to work nights and weekends. Other times, like we have Jumpstart Fridays during the summer where maybe you can get out on a Friday at three o'clock. Right. So just overall, I think the words that I would use to describe it are, are kind of dynamic, yet challenging. Overall, just a massive opportunity. Um, the space in which we work, data is our clients are using data pretty much every minute, every hour, every day to help drive decisions throughout their organization. And and frankly, our folks in the lighthouse are the people that are helping to enable them to make those business decisions by using the right technology and data. Couldn't agree more. You know, if I had to t- piggyback on that, you know, with my experience, I'd just echo everything you're saying, Joe. It's um, exceptionally challenging, but that's the fun of it, right? You're always going to be playing with the newest, coolest uh, tools. You're always going to be Kind of presented with those pressing business problems that that folks can't figure out. So it's a it's a massive opportunity. It comes with its challenges, but in my opinion, same same boat. It's been nothing but a a pleasant journey, if if not stressful at points. <laughs> um, 
So coming up on the end of this one, I wanted to thank everybody for joining today, for listening in. I'd like to thank again our speaker, Joe Updegrove, a busy man, and uh, I'm grateful that you took the time out to, to have this conversation. We hope this is the first of many. Looking forward to so, some interesting conversations on the horizon. Uh, we already got some folks lined up, maybe do a little podcast or the next episode on AI and the intersection of ethics. Um, we also have some of our women leaders on board to present about women-specific issues um, within consulting and within the broader community. So we'd like to thank you again for, for joining us here. See you next week. Thank you guys so much for having me. Looking forward to it.